0: welcome to victorious living
1: paul emphasizes the absolute necessity of a renewed mind because your mind will think whatever you feed it on whatever you feed your mind on your mind will, will eventually think on those things
0: welcome to victorious living with pastor charles cowan Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us how strongholds of the mind affect one's faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us how strongholds of the mind affect one's faith.
1: I want to ask you a question as I start this morning. How many of you have any habits? Now, I didn't, no, no, wait a minute. I didn't say how many of you had bad habits. I just simply said how many of you have habits? We all have them. Every one of us in the room has habits. Amen. And habits left attended or unattended will become a stronghold in your life. Habits that you form of not reading the word, not praying, not worshiping, and all of the things that we do, if that continues, it becomes in your thinking, it will become a strong hold that will take a hold of your mind and you just don't do it. You just don't do it. But then there again, there are things that are good, there's great things where God uh, and our relationship with God is concerned that we do on a daily basis. And as we do do those things, till they get ensconced into our thinking, then it becomes a good stronghold. And so you can have a bad stronghold through wrong thinking, or you can have a good stronghold through right thinking. And so one thing about it, God doesn't think for us. God tells us how to think, Amen. but he doesn't think for us. And so when we, when we learn all of these things, which we know, most, most of, of us in here this morning know, but when we learn, when we learn that things that we think on, for extended period of time, will will become some type of a stronghold in our life. Now, here's here's the here's the uh, uh, the if I could say the use the word danger part of strongholds that are not good are strongholds that are anti-God. Then there are the unseen forces that are loose in the world get involved with you. They get involved in your thinking. Did you ever stop or maybe you thought something, said something or whatever, where did that come from? How come me to think that? You know, we have those kind of thought patterns because it was ensconced in your mind. And so that's why Paul emphasizes the absolute necessity of a renewed mind. Because your mind will think whatever you feed it on. Whatever you feed your mind on, your mind will will eventually think on those things. And so if left unattended, where they are thoughts that are anti-God, then those thoughts that are for God, then you are the one, when I say you, I'm talking about people, that we are the ones then that, uh, that make those thoughts. So let's begin this morning as we talk about how strongholds in your mind affect your faith. Strongholds in your mind will, will increase your faith or your faith will decrease depending upon what the stronghold is so we said uh, to you here just a moment ago that that the unseen forces of this world see there are forces that are going uh, that are around us in this room today that we don't see and the world that we do not see with our physical eye is more real than the one that we do see with our eye so let's read here in 2 uh, in Corinthians chapter 10 verses three through six. For though we walk in the flesh or we live in the flesh, we have a flesh life. Our flesh life, as you know, for maybe, maybe everybody in the room knows, but our flesh life certainly is our body. We all live in a body. It's a physical body. It's made from the dust of the earth As God made uh, Adam in the beginning And it's the house in which you live You live in your house Which is your physical body Your, your, Your mind is attached to your house And your mind is attached Also can be attached to your spirit You are a spirit You have a mind or soul and you live in a body. And so here he says, for though we walk in the flesh, though we live in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or they do not come from the flesh side. Your flesh gets you in trouble. Your flesh can get you in trouble, can get us all in trouble because your flesh can so attach itself to your mind and to your thinking till you, you begin to speak or talk what you're thinking. And so that's why, you know, the, the, the psalmist, uh, in praying to the Lord, he said, put a watch on my mouth. Well, we do that put a watch on, on our mouth. What are we saying? What are the words that we are using? So he said, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now, how many of you here, That I know the answer to this, but just to, to draw your attention to it, How many of you have ever gotten angry? Okay, that's the first part of that question. How many of you have ever gotten angry at someone? That's the second part of that question. The third part then is that question we ask you, what did you do? You got angry, you got angry at someone, and then what did you do? Well, all of that's attached to your mouth, to your tongue. And so what you did, what I do, what people do, they start talking. And uh, sometimes what they're saying about another person is not always a good thing. Thank you for your enthusiasm. It's not always a good thing because left unattended, it's a a critical spirit gets involved in that. And then it becomes a stronghold in how we feel about that person. It becomes a stronghold in how we see that person. It's a stronghold in how we address that person. So all of these things by habit or otherwise become strongholds in your mind. You know, I've heard people say, you know, I just cannot control my temper. Well, that's a stronghold. But the problem with that is these principalities get involved with that and then coerce you to do something and say something you shouldn't. Have you ever said something you, you, after you said you say, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. Or, or maybe you said, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, listen, if you're married, I know that's happened. <laughs> Probably at work with someone, you know, a, a coworker or somebody. That, that's probably happened. Yeah. And so all of these things that we don't think so much about sometimes are the devil's playground. They are, they are the, they, that is where Satan then gets involved with us and sometimes we don't even realize They say, oh, I've just, just got a bad temper uh, or however you want to uh, you know, use words to describe it, never realizing there's something behind that. There's just something behind that. And so we have to realize that that the atmosphere has all of the principalities and powers here because Satan is still loose. And so we know then that there are angels. There there are things in the spirit world that's swirling round about us. And so Paul is addressing our thinking here. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now he's talking about strongholds that are not godly. Strongholds that are not godly. Have you ever thought, well, I'm not gonna ask you that question. Number five, Cause I'd have to hold up my hand too. So, you know, <laughs> number five, casting down imagination. Now he's telling us what to do about these ungodly strongholds that develop in our, our lives through habit, through our disposition, through our emotional makeup. He says, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now notice that that exalts or lifts itself up above. That's what exalt means. It certainly means to be lifted up above. These things that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and then bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, to the obedience of Jesus, to the obedience of the word of God. Jesus is the living personified word bringing all of these thoughts into obedience to Christ. Okay. And having in readiness. Now watch this verse here. And having in a readiness. What are you to be ready to do? Having in a readiness. What are you what are you to be ready to do? Well it tells you right here, having in readiness to revenge all disobedience. How? When your obedience is fulfilled. So how you combat disobedience is with obedience. And so you then make up your mind whether you're gonna be obedient or whether you're not gonna be obedient. That that lies with us, with us individually Are you, are we going to be obedient to the word? Or we just want to come to church and shout and leave the same as we came? That's a question, right. Okay, so a stronghold can be described as a fortress in which human confidence and reasoning is formed in the mind, whether it's true or untrue. There's a lot of people who believe things that's not true. There's a lot of people that might believe things about you that are not true.
0: It's our hope that today's message, How Strongholds of the Mind Affect One's Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer number eight. Today's special offer number is number eight. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time